we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alert for November 2nd, 2020. This should be the final part, I hope. Uh, track and trace. DNA harvested from the corona test kits to be kept for national security, says the UK Parliament. The so-called conspiracy theorists were right again. The government does want to keep your DNA from the corona coronavirus tests. In a shocking move that defies belief, the UK Parliament has quietly passed legislation that allows the government to retain not only the DNA harvested from the coronavirus testing, but also your fingerprints as well. So now you're going to just be treated like a common criminal wherever you go, essentially. Innocent, no, guilty until proven innocent. Guilty until you show that your COVID pass in your smartphone is is on the green setting. Okay, doesn't want Amber, Amber, you better, you're, you're getting close to getting your, you need your next vaccine or your next test. And then red, you can't go anywhere. You know, you need to, I mean, honestly, I think they should just gut shoot anybody that has red because they, they, they're so egregious. They've let themselves maybe get infected or, or not keep up with the vaccine schedule. And that can't be tolerated in the brave new world in the brave new 1984 George Orwellian Aldous Huxley world we're moving into. Come on. What's this world coming to? We need more lockdowns. We need more tyranny. We don't have enough yet. Anyway, sorry, a little, a little humor there. Uh, the coronavirus retention of fingerprints and DNA profiles in the interest of national security, Regulation 2020 legislation takes effect as of October 1st, 2020. Remember, this is in the UK. The curious part is why the fingerprint biometric data is added to the bill. Uh, since when was your fingerprint taken when you were tested for coronavirus? This leads us to believe the fingerprint collection when no criminal conviction has been recorded is simply just another overreach of surveillance and data collection in order to trace and track in as many individuals as possible. Either way you look at this, it's a massive further step in a draconian technocratic surveillance grid. Next report, both French President Emmanuel Macron and German Chancellor Angela Merkel announced fresh lockdowns of their citizens on Wednesday. France will head into a new lockdown starting Friday, which under citizens can only leave home to go to work, to school, for a medical appointment, to give assistance to loved ones, or for essential shopping or other physical exercise. The latest restrictions also include travel between regions is banned, Bars, restaurants, and non-essential businesses will be closed. Work must be done remotely whenever possible. Universities and higher education will be mostly taught online. And international borders will largely be closed. I'm just trying, I'm giving you all this to, to get you, get you um, to understand. This is going on in all the major centers of the world. We're seeing this, this these types of insanity. Uh, this is the new normal. Police chiefs have warned that Christmas... Family celebrations will be broken up by officers if they flout lockdown rules. I believe this is in the UK. James, David Jameson, we need this here though. Come on. We need this in America. David Jameson, the West Midlands Police and Crime Commissioner, said officers will investigate reports of rule breaking over this festive period. I'm pretty sure it's going to apply to um, Thanksgiving as well. The West Midlands are currently under tier two restrictions, meaning people cannot mix with any other household or bubbles inside. Mr. Jameson told the Telegraph, if we think there's large groups of people gathering where they shouldn't be, then police will have to intervene. And again, just going guns blazing. Come on. They need to make an example and it needs to be as big of a slaughter as possible. Come on. 
Let's get this satanic show on the road. Let's stop beating around the bush. You know? Sorry. Sorry. Lost control there. Anyway, um, yeah. If, again, there's flagrant breaking of the rules, then the police would have to enforce it. We have to... We are there to enforce the rules the government makes. They say, yeah, again, they're, they're framing um, mischief by a law, meaning evil and wickedness by a law. And it's just incremental because people are just putting up with it. The police chief also warned about the upcoming Hanukkah and Diwali celebrations, which will also see families eager to gather inside, contrary, contrary to the rules in certain areas. Mr. Jamison said he fears civil unrest could boil over in West Midlands. I don't know why. Why wouldn't everyone want to go along with all of this and just be under total tyranny 24-7? Why wouldn't we want that? Um, he, he, he fears civil unrest could boil over in West Midlands in the near future. With the end of the furlough scheme very likely to push people over the edge. There's no, no, there's no evidence that that will happen. He said, we're sitting on a time bomb here. Again, total exaggeration. Sorry, I'm, I'm adding my little commentary in there. We're getting very near the stage where you could see a considerable explosion of frustration and energy. I wonder why. I, I, I can't think of one reason why any of this would cause an explosion of frustration and energy. Can you? Come on. Things are very on the edge of a lot in communities. It, it wouldn't take very much to spark off unrest, riots, and damage, which they want anyway, because then they can come in and impose martial law and take away more of our rights. So, Then we have the COVID-19 roadmap. This is just a good little thing, good little reminder. You can print this out. It's one page. It's the 12-step plan to create a totalitarian new world order. Okay, And here's just, just kind of a, a general summary of, of what we've been dealing with here. Um, Okay, first step in the COVID-19 roadmap. Okay, uh, step one, create the problem. Take a few flu-like illness with very common symptoms that can be easily treated and has a 99.999 whatever recovery rate. Essentially a bad, uh, essentially like a bad seasonal flu, but like the regular flu can be dangerous to people with weak immune systems or serious, unless they're including all of the flu statistics. They stopped monitoring the influenza ones and now they're just rolling them into the, so anything you're seeing now as far as, as um, the, the common cold or the flu statistics, that's just all being rolled into COVID-19. They're just counting them as COVID-19. Normal flu season. But we've got to stop the world for it now. Okay? And then we'll just call this COVID-19. Number two, provoke a terrified reaction. Use the mainstream media to, prov to provoke massive fear. Ensure daily reporting of any death of someone with COVID-19 as being a death from covid from, um from covid report all cases even though most people have no or mild symptoms bribe scientists with grants and doctors with bonus payments for supporting testing and vaccinations also pay off the hospitals thirteen thousand for every covid diagnosis and thirty nine thousand to put them on a vent and that'll kill them off okay then you'll have more death statistics three impose lockdowns impose national and local lockdowns commence the great reset to transfer wealth and power up to the global corporations and the financial elite and that's destroy small businesses. In order to do that, you got to, one, destroy small businesses, two, strengthen global corporations, three, cause a massive rise in state debt to international financiers, and then four, push the cashless payments and get rid of cash. Four, exaggerate cases. Use totally unreliable PCR tests to massively exaggerate the number of cases of so-called infections among healthy people who have no symptoms and cannot spread anything. Five, mandate face masks. Promote fear uh, and to signal 
public compliance by mandating masks. In reality, cloth masks are totally ineffective against any virus. Prolonged use of masks actually increases health risks due to lack of oxygen, breathing in waste air and fungal infections, and that's only naming a couple of, couple of points. I could give you way more than that. Three, or I'm sorry, six, imposed contact tracing, um, which we're, now we're normalizing surveillances through our smartphones. People, people will accept to having all their personal movements in, in contact with people tracked, recorded, and analyzed. That's getting us trained for that. Seven, impose health passport ID systems. Uh, introduce health passport apps, which we were just talking about, for the smartphones as a form of biometric identity card to monitor and control people's freedom of movement and ability to access education, employment, and all types of services. These will become a global digital identity system that will be compulsory everywhere we go. Guys, this isn't going to stop. We're, we're not going backwards from this. They've pushed all their chips in. So, you know, all I can say is absent for the bodies to be present with the Lord. I don't want to, I don't, I want to be with the Lord. I don't want to live in a world like this. I don't I have no desire at all. This is a combination of Brave New World in 1984 and other hellish things commingled into there. Eight, roll out 5G microwave networks. 5G networks allow constant gathering of huge amounts of personal data from smartphones. And then you can also use the 5G to make people sicker because it can do that. Um, 5G massively increases the amount of high-frequency microwave radiation that can reduce blood oxygen levels and then trigger COVID-like respiratory symptoms. Of course, 5G illnesses will be blamed on COVID to justify the vaccinations. And then once people get the vaccinations, those people are going to get sick and they're going to spread through viral shedding whatever they're putting in the COVID-19 vaccine. And the people that aren't vaccinated might get that and then they'll blame it on the unvaccinated. That's how it always works. They got this all figured out. Don't worry. Don't worry, Satan's got all this figured out. Then mandatory vaccinations. Mandatory vaccinations will generate massive profits for big pharma corporations who have 100% illegal legal immunity for all injuries and deaths. Vaccines will destroy natural immunity, increase sterility rates, and promote global depopulation. New DNA and RNA vaccines will create genetically modified humans, bioengineered for obedience, sterility, and easy control. Plus, they'll be full of all the injectable nanorobots that are going to be in there too. 10, cashless society. Cash allows people to shop in privacy. With cash, the state does not know what, when, where you buy something, which is why I've always encouraged people to use cash whenever possible. A cashless economy means a total loss of financial privacy, as well as all purchases can be constantly monitored and controlled. Access to digital finance can be withdrawn from anyone who dissents from officially approved purchases, views, or behavior. 11, compel RFID microchip implants. You're already going to have that though. You're already going to have the, the, the RFID nanorobots coursing through your veins. So I think they should have included that in the vaccines, but this might be something more overt. Move, and I, I think it is, and now we're getting into the mark of the beast. Move the health passport apps to a more convenient radio frequency RFID microchip implant in the right hand or forehead, according to the Bible, that allow constant 24-7 monitoring of health, movements, contracts, and digital payments. Because you can you, you can lose your phone, but if it's your right hand or forehead, you can't lose it. With RFID chips, all human privacy will be completely cease. Uh, initially, these chips will be voluntary. Once normalized, they will become mandatory. Then the last one, a depopulated uh, arrive at the totalitarian wonderful new world order. 
A depopulated, high-tech, totalitarian world with genetically modified humans, weakened natural immunity, microchipped permanently, connected to the internet, monitored and controlled 24-7, human beings will be reduced to the level of biological machines living in a totalitarian prison. The real goal of this great reset is high-tech fascism, communism, COVID is merely the excuse. And this is why I'm screaming so loud up to the bitter end when I can't scream anymore because I know we're at the tipping point now. We're going to come a time where we're not even going to be able to communicate probably in the very near future and i'm going to go out guns blazing that's how i'm looking at this and if they kill me oh well praise god absent from the body is to be present with the lord but let me tell you something when they come for me they might find a little more than they're bargaining for because i've got god on my side and they might have a whole bunch of things that they're not expecting from a spiritual level come against them in the name of the lord jesus christ so praise the lord jesus christ bring it Next thing, an open letter to Christians and Christian leaders. This is by a guy named Pete Veritas. Dear Christians and Christian leaders of Australia, I'm writing you with a desperate appeal for you to consider your position and the way you're approaching the current state of the world and the country and how this relates to the way you run your church for those of you who are leaders in the church. There are many significant events happening around the world right now that are fully indicative of the end times teachings in Revelation and obviously elsewhere in the Bible. This could be a very long letter detailing about human and child trafficking, institutional pedophilia in many areas of authority, police brutality in the now communist state of Victoria, uh, corruption and fear mongering propagated by mainstream media, but I'll keep this as concise as possible. There's a major problem with our prime minister and his agenda that is playing out here in Australia, specifically about forced vaccinations. They will be mandatory to the point that if you do not take this rush vaccine, you will face an unspecified number of consequences that sound more than suspiciously like the conditions described when accepting the mark of the beast that the Bible talks about. I have seen churches, most notably the apostate Devil Hillsong, come out in support of their prime minister as doing great things by pushing this vaccine. I've seen nothing but that on every mainstream Christian, whether it's radio, whether it's um, TV or whatever, all I've seen is support of the vaccine. All I've seen is that. And again, they couldn't pull that off if Hitlery was in office. The church wouldn't be behind her if she was pushing a vaccine. They couldn't be because it would be, that would alienate too many, much of their, even if they wanted to be. I think it would alienate way too many of their listeners because people would be awake, but they're not. They're asleep under Trump and that's all by design. Does that mean I want Joe Biden? And no, it doesn't. But I'm just telling you what the dynamic taking place here is. So going further, uh, um, trying to get back to where I was at there. So, Hillsong's coming out in support of the Prime Minister doing great things by pushing this vaccine, which will not only be significantly damaging to many who will take it blindly, coerced by thoughts of getting their lives back or swayed by fear of being left out of society, ignored, ignoring the fact that they're, that these vaccines uh, are going to contain aborted fetal cells among just, <laughs> and then, then they're going to rewrite your DNA and they're, you're going to be a cyborg. But there are many issues within all of this that should spark Christians into action. I have seen a few, but not nearly enough people stand up to try to help the masses understand this is a dangerous flashpoint in history. This is very apparent that there is a spiritual war between good and evil right now. This is a, this overblown virus, which every day is coming apart by the seams as more and more lies are uncovered, uh, is causing a genuine awakening as people are forced to open their eyes and question 
what in the world they, what in what world are they living this leaves people looking for answers pondering god in a way they possibly never have before there is not just opportunity here for the church there is a requirement for the church to embrace this situation show leadership and tackle it head on and expose this wickedness i add in there is it hold on i thought that the the shepherd the true shepherd is there and he warns his flock when he sees danger approaching but the hireling jesus said doesn't care because he has no love for the sheep because he's doing it for the money the hire well what isn't that like the norm yeah because they're not they're not warning their congregations they're preparing them to take the vaccine they're telling them wear your masks take the tests don't worry the vaccine's right around the corner trump just assured us of that but see remember i'm the bad guy for pointing all this out you know well i'll stand regarding that i'll stand before god right now because i don't think i think i'm i'm doing unto my listeners is i would want done unto myself if i was in a burning building and i didn't know it and i had a listener come by and they said hey scott you're in a burning building i would thank them for that and i would do the same for them that's what i'm trying to do with this ministry and particularly in regard to this insane level of satanic garbage that is being shoved down our throat incrementally more every single stinking day and i i can't apologize for it you know anyway um he goes on to say um what would jesus do yeah what would jesus do would jesus just sit back hey man take the vaccine obey the government don't sweat it take the test wear your mask do as you're told well jesus and all the apostles basically died because they wouldn't go along with whatever the government was telling them to do at the time you know they wouldn't comply they wouldn't comply so they all died other than john but he basically died because of him he died in prison essentially so many of you would know that in many churches around the globe there have been restrictions on not just gathering but when meeting together you are not allowed to sing praise to god in worship because they don't want any praises to god going up they don't want group gatherings of people praying together and praising god but what that's done is because they've taken that all away in most parts of the earth it's allowed darkness to come in even more even if it's in a 501c3 church i'm not going to condemn all the people in 501c3 churches i'm not saying god can't hear them um but by taking making all that go away now darkness is coming and encroaching even more and that's another reason they want to do it because they don't want any church gatherings if they can avoid that this flies in the face of any logic and should be clearly demonstrated an attack on Christianity is well underway. And then here's another report. Um, a listener sent me, he, and this is a report about the Kingsman movie, which is, is this predictive programming? And he said, um, Scott, he said, I thought I'd bring this up if you're not familiar with it. Have you ever watched the Kingsman? I think this movie series has some occult foreshadowing and whatever it's called when they release the truth beforehand. The series is about population 
uh, reduction to save the earth. The latest one yet to be released is population redu reduction to save the earth from climate change because all Hollywood is is basically just brainwashing us to accept whatever's coming. In the first movie, the bad guy gives away now free smartphones with SIM cards that uh, that will issue a sound frequency at whenever they deem it necessary. They will they will emit a sound frequency coming from the SIM card, or basically the SIM card puts the frequency on the smartphone, and this causes people to kill each other when they hear it. They go absolutely bonkers, crazy, insane, demon-possessed, nuts. Okay. Of course, it's it they first test it in a it looks to be a, like a Baptist church, okay, that it's done in. If this scenario were to be predictive programming, it would be the church post-vaccine. And these are the deceived goats who have taken the vaccine and hence the nanobots in them. And the phone is constantly communicating. Your phone is constantly communicating with those nanorobots and they can activate them to do whatever they want to do. And I hadn't thought about it. And I'm not telling you to go watch that clip. It is horrific. I don't say watch that evil, wicked movie, The Kingsman. It is perverted, evil, and wicked, okay? And that scene in particular is horrible. I mean, just blowing everybody's brains out and, and skewering them and just killing. I mean, everybody in the church is dead at the end. Every single one of them, other than the Kingsman guy. And I'm talking, it's one of the most gory, evil, disgusting things I've ever seen. But yes, is it predictive programming? Hmm, might be, might be, and it's all connected to the smartphones, and if you've got those nanorobots in you, boy, oh boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, they're going to turn those things on, and you're going to be a, you're not going to be anywhere even like a human, not only that, your DNA is already going to be rewritten from the vaccine, so, for this to work with the real model, you'd replace the sound frequencies with microwave 5G frequencies, either through the phones, the towers, or the satellites. I don't remember if you talked about the military docs that speak of 5G being able to take over a human mind and alter its state of consciousness. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that before. But that's just one more thing to think about with this. Because, see, a big reason they want to get everybody vaccinated, yeah, they want to damn their soul to hell, sure. And But they want to be able to have... a uh, automaton robots that will do their bidding not only will they comply with everything but when the time comes for them to become super savages and maybe kill their family or those around them or anybody that might represent righteousness that's going to kick in i think that's part of this I know I'm painting a pretty picture today. I know. I know this is probably the most lighthearted study I've ever done. I get it. I need to get a little more hardcore. That's my problem. I'm soft peddling this stuff. I'm beating around the bush. I, I get it. And I apologize for that. But this is the way it seems pretty obvious what's going on. Next uh, report. Occult creative destruction drives the lockdowns. The doctrine of creative destruction provides a key understanding to the gratuitous destruction wrecked by lockdowns, mask orders, etc. According to the Kabbalah, which is what the highest level of, of Jewish witchcraft on the planet, it's, it's the King Pubah, the top. According to the Kabbalah, which is defined by the doctrine of um, 
he says Judaism and Freemasonry. Now, yes, but not every single sect of Judaism, but many sects like Shabbat Lubavitch, ultra-Orthodox, the Hasidic Jews, um, and I'm sure many other, but I don't like to, I don't like to just lump everything into one category and just say Judaism. Well, there's tons of flavors of Judaism, just like there is Christianity. So I wanted to, I wanted to kind of give that caveat. Anyway, the defining doctrine of Kabbalism is, you know, this Judaism and Freemason. Remember the caveat I just said about Judaism. Anyway, evil and catastrophe are endemic in the process of creation. This is the, this is the, um, the occult doctrine, the Kabbalistic doctrine of creative destruction. Evil and catastrophe are endemic in the process of creation. Without evil, there can be no good. Without destruction, creation could not take place. Where's that said? Well, it's it's in the book called The Kabbalah, An Introduction to Jewish Mysticism by Byron L. Sherwin, page 72. They openly admit this. I will say the Jews that practice this, if you actually look at their writings or their interviews, they're very open about their agenda. They don't try to hide it. I've played you the clips before where they say, we've got to exterminate the white races and... Um, uh, Christianity in order for our awaited Messiah, and I believe it's it's Messiah ben David. There's a Messiah ben Joseph, and that could be several different Messiahs, and that's what they say Trump might be one of those. That's not the Antichrist, okay? And then there's the Messiah ben David, which is the one that is the awaited coming Antichrist that the Sanhedrin will have to vet, okay? So um, they're pretty open with what they say about this. My comment now for specifically what sects of judaism practice the kabbalah i give you a link i'm not going to go in and out of time today but if you want to know what specific sects of judaism do this there's a link i already gave you some of them anyway kabbalists believe the old christian order must be ruthlessly destroyed before the new satanic world order based on the kabbalah can be built and again i played you the audio clips where they've said this this is not anti-Semitic. This is what they're openly admitting to out of their own writings and their own interviews. Hence the Illuminati motto, order out of chaos. Hence the communistic manifesto advocates the destruction of nation, religion, and family and the transfer of all private wealth to Illuminati bankers, which are all Kabbalistic. Most of them are all Kabbalistic practicing uh, Jew families. Okay, The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, all these, they're, they're of that thing. Now, again, I'm not going to make apologize, apologies for that. It's not anti-Semitic. It's a fact, okay? Um, I've, I've always taken a very balanced uh, stance with, with the Jewish. In fact, I've done a whole teaching called The Biblical Reason for Jewish Affliction. You can key it in in the keyword search box. It's a very balanced look at the whole thing. I don't throw the baby out of the bathwater. There's all kinds of verses in the New Testament and in Romans which talk about the Jews, that blindness and partness happened to Israel when? Until the fullness of the Gentiles come in, which will probably take place sometime either right at the start of the tribulation or, I don't know, sometime in the tribulation. And then there's going to come a point in Zechariah where it says that one-third of the Jews are, are going to be tried as silver is tried in a furnace of earth, essentially, and they're going to come through the tribulation. Two-thirds are going to die. Two-thirds of all Jews are going to die during the tribulation. One third is going to come through as silver tried in, in uh, as silver is tried, and they're going to finally get their eyes open, 
and they're going to look upon the one whom they've pierced, meaning Jesus Christ, and mourn for him as one that mourns for their only begotten son. So I refuse to throw the baby out of the bathwater and condemn all Jews. There's no Bible for it. Okay? But the ones that are in power right now, and the ones that are at the head of the Illuminati, and at the head of, of the governments, and the ones that control Trump, and the ones that are in control of Hollywood, they are pure vessels of wicked Satan. Okay, I pray if it be possible, their souls be saved. But I am telling you, they are the most wicked people on the planet. And this is just going to prove that to you. They're open. They, they brag about it. They love it, dude. They, they absolutely love this stuff. They take pleasure in this. Unlike any other sect of, of um, religion that I've ever seen. It's crazy. Anyway. Um, the doctrine of creative destruction, the Kabbalistic doctrine of creative destruction, explains why war and revolution have been characterized by gratuitous genocide, terror, and destruction. It explains the banishment of God from public discourse and the widespread acceptance of obscenity, pornography, and the occult. It explains the attack on gender and the promotion of homosexual and heterosexuals. It explains the spate of false flag terror that is a hallmark of modern life the present day illuminati grew out of the satanic sabbatean frankist jewish heresy in the 17th and 18th centuries the bankers um let's see the bankers and half of the jews of europe adopted this pestilence and spread it to the gentile elites through freemasonry it's very important what i just said thus illuminati jews characterize the jewish role in terms of the destruction of civilization for example in the book you gentiles from 1924 by maurice samuel and there's a link this is all linked and i have the quote right here he writes in 1928 um actually let, let me let me read you his first quote this is from marcus samuel taken from the book you gentiles page 155 the israel you don't know Okay, here's what he says. Here's what this Kabbalistic practicing Jew says. He says, we Jews, we are the destroyers and will remain the destroyers. Nothing you can do, meaning nothing a Gentile could do, will meet our demands and needs. We will forever destroy because we want a world of our own. And a lot of, and that's the end of quote, and a lot of that is based upon the fact that they think that they're, this privileged elite and that all the gentiles are, are goyim and they're like cattle in there and they it's much the same way that adolf hitler viewed the jews and viewed other races that they were viewed as not that were inferior stock and they weren't aryan it's a very very similar mindset okay now that same person uh for example uh, the manual samuel writes in 1928 um Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I gave you that quote. Now, in 1928, Marcus Ravage, a Jewish Rothschild biographer. Now, Rothschilds is the highest Illuminati family and have been for, I don't way over 100 years. Probably 200, okay? They're the highest at the top of the food chain. In 1928, Marcus Ravage, a Jewish Rothschild biographer, wrote an essay entitled, The Real Case Against the Jews. And here he says, um, you have not begun to appreciate the, the real depth of our guilt, meaning the Jews' guilt, the, the Kabbalistic ones in particular. We are intruders. We are disturbers. We are subverters. 
We have taken your natural world, your ideals, your destiny, and played havoc with them. All this COVID-19, most of it is from them. Most of this is their end game agenda. We're getting to that point. Okay, that's why I wanted to end with this as kind of like a cherry on top of the Sunday for this teaching. We have been at the bottom, not merely of the latest great war, but of nearly all your wars. Remember, he said this in 1928. Not only of the Russian, but every other major revolution in history, we have brought discord and confusion and frustration into your personal and public life. We are still doing it. No one can tell how wrong we shall be no one can tell how long we shall go on doing it. Meaning, unless we're stopped, we're just going to keep doing it because we love it. That's from The Century Magazine, January 28th, Volume 115, page 3. Oh, I'm sorry, number 3, pages 346 to 350. I guess those were quotes from those pages. In the controversy of Zion, Douglas Reed writes, the protocols of the elders of Zion elevate the theory of destruction to the status of a fundamental truth, a primary or basic law of governing law conduct. In many passages, the protocols appear at first sight to recommend destruction as a thing virtuous in, in itself and consequently justifying all methods explicitly recommended to promote it, meaning bribery, blackmail, corruption, subversion, sedition, mob incitement, terror, violence, all the stuff we're seeing today. That's how they operate, which thus becomes virtuous too, meaning all these things to them are virtuous, meaning good is evil and evil is good in the practice of the Kabbalah religion, essentially. If it's evil, the more evil it is, it's good. That was said on page 211 of that book, The Protocols of the Elders of Zion, or in, in Controversy of Zion, Douglas Reed. Now, most Jews and liberal leftists in general are unaware of this Kabbalistic plot. It says most Jews are unaware of this plot. So again, I'm not going to throw all the Jews under the bus because they're not all part of this. They have been duped by spurious appeals to equals of social justice and equality. Now here it shows a picture of Donald Trump and his dad. And they, two Kabbalists, Trump and his dad. Oh, what do you mean? He's not a Kabbalist. Oh yeah, really? Well, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the uh, page from his book where he openly admits it. The Kabbalah says God is unknowable and has no form. This is Satanism. You cannot obey God if you cannot know him. And we can know him through the Bible. Well, here's, Here's a picture of uh, page 188 of Trump's book, Trump, The Way to the Top, the best business advice I ever received. And I've read this many before. This is an actual photocopy of the page. I put it here in the thing. And Trump says on page 188, about halfway down, it says, one day when my Kabbalah teacher, Etan Yardeni, asked how I was doing, I told him I needed a break. I was thoroughly exhausted, overwhelmed, overworked. And then it goes on and on about that. Okay, so... Trump has converted to Judaism, I believe, a long time ago. His ex-wives, going all the way back to Marla Maples, wear the red string on their wrist. I've got all the pictures I've put out of that. Ivanka, his daughter, wears it. She's married to a high-level Shavad Lubavitch devil, Jared Kushner, okay, uh, who practices the Kabbalah in Shabbat Lubavitch. She's converted to Shabbat Lubavitch, even changed her name, okay? She and her own daughter have been seen multiple times wearing the red string. 
Marla Maples' former wife wore the red string. Um, I believe Tiffany, his daughter, has also been... And I've got pictures of all of this. Where they've been... The, the red string is Kabbalah. You'll see people like Madonna and them in Hollywood wearing it. Okay, whenever you see a red string on somebody's wrist, that's what it is. It's particularly at that level. Okay, it's not like they can't afford, like, you know, a diamond bracelet. And they're wearing this crappy red string. Well, that's why. So, um... To the Kabbalists, God is an infinite sea of being without any limit, hence without any qualities, without desire or will of any kind. So God has no will of any kind. He is totally incomprehensible. And, and you know what is, is appealing to people about this type of... It's like, well, God's not going to get offended. I could murder, kill, steal, or loot, loot and pillage. There's no accountability for a, a Kabbalist practicing Jew because God has no will. He's totally incomprehensible. He doesn't care what we're doing. We can do whatever we want. Do as thou will shall be the whole of the law, said Aleister Crowley, the great beast. And that's why this so appeals to the carnal nature of man. Because he could do whatever he wants. Rape children, kill children, do whatever he wants. Kill humanity, do all these horrible schemes like COVID-19. That's why we're here. We love it. Here's Trump with a whole bunch of rabbis in, in uh, an office. He's celebrating with them. The Kabbalah is satanic because it says evil is part of God. God has both two sides. Both are essentially one thing. What we experience as evil is as divine as what we experience as good. This is what the Kabbalah teaches. I can't even tell you what the Talmud teaches, what it says about Jesus. I mean, it's so blasphemous. It's really not, I really can't, although I've done teaches on the Talmud, you can key that in. But um, it's so bad, I can't even really say it online. Hence the expression gaining currency today where it's all good, meaning, uh, and I, I, I'm bad because I've said that. I've been caught saying that. I didn't realize that's a Kabbalistic saying. It's all good. Well, it's all good, you know. Well, to the Kabbalists, God has two sides. Both are essentially one thing. What we experience as evil is divine and what we experience is, and is, is just as valid as what we experience as good. So um, then this exegesis continues. In Shabbat Hasidism, it is stated that evil exists as part of the divine revelation itself. I'm just seeing if I have enough battery here. Okay. Uh, indeed, to think that evil really is separate from God is itself the essence of evil. I mean, what satanic doublespeak. Kabbalists also believe in redemption through sin. So they're redeemed through sinning, i.e. deliberately flaunting the old law by doing evil, adultery, incest, pedophilia. You see, that's how you're redeemed in the Kabbalah. Okay? The destruction of civilization via chaos will provoke the return of the Messiah, their awaited Antichrist. Uh-huh. Messiah bin David. That's the one. So why do you think they're... They're giving us all this chaos right now. And we and again, we're getting right ready to go into it. From Probably from Tuesday out, this world will never be the same. Maybe. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. But unless something, unless God, the hand of God intervenes, as of this Tuesday, things will never go back. Even as, as bad as it is now, I don't think they'll go back. Hope I'm wrong. But after the study I just presented you today, what other conclusion could I possibly come to? But they're the ones at the root of this. Now, I'm not saying it's not a global effort. I'm not saying the Vatican's not involved and other things aren't involved. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, they're at the top of the food chain. They're, they're, they're one of the main shot callers. Now, who's above them? Well, fallen angels, devils, demons, and 
So at the end of the day, this is Satan working through them. Okay, these demon-possessed vessels. But see, they believe with all this that that's going to provoke the return of Messiah, the Antichrist, who will rebuild the world according to Kabbalistic specifications with Illuminati bankers playing God. And who are the Illuminati bankers? The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, those types. The mass media primarily controlled by the Kabbalist practicing Judaism, uh, Kabbalist practicing Judaism, is responsible for spreading the corona hoax. Therefore, it is significant that in April, a senior CB, CBC reporter, Don Pitts, actually referenced this satanic dogma and said, COVID-19 may be the catalyst, not the cause of a painful but useful economic transformation. Retailers go broke, property and oil fall, but maybe the economic pain will speed beneficial changes. But see, again, it's order out of chaos. The phoenix rising out of its own ashes. According to the theory of creative destruction derived by Australian economist Joseph Shump Shumpeter in 1942 from ideas proposed by Karl Marx, economic and technological progress demands that business must die and industries and paradigms must be swept away to make room for new ones. What are we seeing happening everywhere? All these businesses folding, going under, never to return again? Total new way of life that we're facing here? The most draconian things that we have ever known in a lifetime, ever? Right around the corner. They're already here and they're right around the corner even more. They're, they're the ones behind this from what I can see for the most part. I'm not going to blame it all on them. And again, when I say this, even the one guy said most of the Jews aren't even aware of this. They're just, they might be of the liberal mindset bent, but they're not the one pulling all these strings. Um, going further. Oh, then we have this quote by Don Lemon. We're going to have to blow up the entire system, end of quote. And see, he's one of their mouthpieces. Creator destruction is the same Satanist rationale they use for starting devastating wars. Clearly, the hidden agenda behind the scamdemic is social and economic change. Thanks to Satanists controlling the banking system, society is under relentless satanic attack and is satanically possessed for the most part. Creative destruction explains why humanity is cursed by never-ending catastrophes. These are engineered by the Illuminati to attack and destroy anything that smacks of a healthy divine order, spiritual or natural. They must destroy the old order before they can install their Satanist tyranny. This is the driving force behind the current scamdemic. Yeah, pretty much. People like Don Pittis, who are both sympathetic to Satanism, permeate our body politic like a cancer. Modern Western civilization has no moral legitimacy and no future because it is based on a rebellion against God. Humanity has been hijacked by psychopaths intent on destroying the old order and building a bizarre, violent, depraved, dystopian one in its place. These psychopaths control our governments and mass media. Thus, they're able to purchase our leaders and dupe society into embracing its own downfall. And they're showing four major leaders of the earth, of the world, Merkel and I think most of them, the guy in Turkey, Erdogan, and they're all making that same symbol that Trump always makes when he sits down and he makes that, the upside down pyramid symbol with his hands. They're all doing that. Shows them all doing it. They're all on the same team, guys. They may be vying and jockeying for power because Satan's family isn't one just big happy family. But at the end of the day, they're still on team Satan. You know. Now, 
the last thing trump and the noahide law agenda for the elections i wasn't going to play this but i started this today i'm like oh, this segues perfectly into this the jewish sanhedrin praying for a trump victory and the sanhedrin is the one that's going to have to vet the coming awaited antichrist okay um and i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna play this and then and then we'll we'll, we'll be done with this uh teaching here so let's go ahead and uh open this up here okay so this is dr june she just released this oh, a couple days ago and again trump and no high laws agenda for the elections so i'm gonna go ahead and roll this read this document together okay now she's looking at a uh, website israel 365 news biblical prophecy unfolding and it's it's this was came out on october 28th it's put out and it says sanhedrin asked god to re-elect trump okay and then they give the bible verse but it's in the the israel bible which is very very different than the kjv and isaiah 45 1 um and i'll, I'll tell you what the kjv says the kjv says thus saith the lord to his anointed to cyrus whose right hand have I holden to subdue nations before him, and I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two-leaved gates, and the gates shall not be shut. Cyrus was a, was a um, helper to the Jewish people. They're viewing Trump in that regard. And I didn't know this until recently, but they're awaiting two different sets of messiahs. One is Messiah ben David, which I believe will be the Antichrist. That's the one that will have to trace his lineage back to David. And then there's other one, there's other potential ones which according to Stephen Benoon it can be multiple ones regarding Messiah ben Joseph and they're saying Trump could be one of the Messiah ben Joseph messiahs like Cyrus was to them a great helper to the and he's been that he has been that so if somebody says well Trump's the Antichrist no he's not he is a he is one of the Antichrist figures but he is not the Antichrist figure he's one of them that would fulfill more of a cyrus like mantle on him so i, I want to say that before we go much further into this so they have endorsed the president now remember bride these are also the ones who say that he is the messiah they say that his number of his name is the messiah so they're the ones also that have minted a coin after him and all that basically worship him Okay, so here we go. Sanhedrin, and they're also the ones that did the temple sacrifice last year. Raise your hand if you remember that. Okay, Sanhedrin asked God to re-elect Trump. Okay, and this is dated two days ago, October 28th. Okay, because they also, isn't that funny that the that they call him King Cyrus, and so does the New Apostolic Reformation, that they call him King Cyrus? Wow. Well, you can't make it up that they're all working together either. And also in the UN, because this group here uh, pushes every day in the UN for this one world peace. Yes, they do. And they, they work it for the law, for the law side of it. Okay, so here we go. Um, here's on the picture. 
An ultra-Orthodox Jewish man prays as he faces the view of the Temple Mount and the Dome of the Rock. Now, an ultra-Orthodox is one of those ones that are typically practice Kabbalah. Hasidic Jews, Shabbat Lubavitch, and there's other ones I believe as well. Those are some of the main ones of Judaism that do practice Kabbalah. Okay. The Sanhedrin has come out with an official statement. Let me make this a little bit bigger now, for you. Sanhedrin is, is the, the body in Israel that will have to vet the actual Antichrist and either say yay or nay on the real Antichrist that they're awaiting. And again, then they believe it's predicated upon destroying the white races out of the right out of their own mouth and destroying Christianity. Okay. And I, I do really believe the COVID-19 agenda is a lot of it has to do with that as well. That's one more way that they can accelerate uh, that process. And um, I mean, it's obvious why, because of all the things that we've talked about with, that enta are entailed with COVID-19 agenda. There you go. Official statement blessing President Trump in his bid to become the incumbent president of the United States. So here's the official Sanhedrin proclamation, okay? To the Honorable President Donald J. Trump, we, the nascent Sanhedrin in Jerusalem, bless you. We pray for your overwhelming victory in the elections. The basic problem, okay, before I read you this, Brad, how many remembers at the Republican National Convention where they had one of these stand up there and pray and talk about the foundations of the country? Mm -hmm. How many remembers him relating it to the slogan of Make America Great Again. Right. Uh, remember what us Christians thought when he first got in office about why he said Make America Great Again? Raise your hand if you remember that. Because I sure know what I remember. What I remember is saying, yes, we're a Christian nation and we got to make the nation Christian again. But now they have changed it to judeo judeo right. christian right so according to this which rabbi, is not the same as christian okay uh, we need to go back to our judeo roots oh wait a minute isn't the new apostolic reformation pushing it down the throat uh teaching everybody the hebrew roots how many how many ministers do you know out there bride who is teaching you supposedly yep. the word of God right. from the Hebrew Bible. Yep. Now, just so you know, what I did here is I po I just did a quick keyword search for um, uh, Hebrew roots, and I put a ton of teachings at the very end of this PDF. Now, you could do the same thing, just keep Hebrew roots or whatever. Um, a teaching on the sacred name, the whole, oh, you've got to use the, the Hebrew or whatever. That's very, very, very dangerous, guys. Very dangerous. I did a, how many part on that? Uh, my word. Um, quite a bit. Four part. Teaching on the sacred name and Hebrew roots movement exposed. Uh, then I did another, looks like 14 part teaching on 
the um, Hebrew Roots Christian Zionism Warning, where we covered the Sabbath um, and uh, Hebrew Roots Christian Zionism, 14 part, okay? Now, I remember when I released this at the time, this was in 09, man, I took more heat over that than anything I had ever, ever released, ever, okay? I had all kind of, of um, Hebrew Roots uh, cult, pseudo-Christian cult websites attacking me, both barrels, you know, and... Um, they don't they don't like truth boy they want to keep you in that bondage they really want to, and again i don't know how you read the book of galatians and, and go along with any of that garbage but evidently they're okay with it uh and then i did another one here uh hebrew roots messianic christian zionism warning and then i did one on the hexagram the mark of the beast and the hebrew roots connection uh part one two and then I did another one on the blasphemous Talmud and the Hebrew Roots Movement. And then another one on the Sabbath versus Sunday worship. And uh, that was... If you don't... If, if there's parts here that aren't here and you want to know where the other parts are, just key in the Sabbath. Um, because I've done dedicated studies on that as well. So anyway, I just wanted to... But before she goes any further, I, I figured that was a good time to mention mention that because this is the last part of our of the report for today so i'm going to go back to this audio how many knows that they are pushing going back to your roots well you can't make it up that this is happening at the same time that our government is doing everything in the name of the abrahamic initiative which is why the president called this peace deal the Abrahamic Accord. But that wasn't the peace deal that confirms the covenant with many for a week. That was two nations that we weren't, that Israel was not at war with, that are kind of minor players. That yeah, he brokered the peace deal. Trump did, but that's not that's not what's described in Daniel. Okay, not even or Matthew twenty four. Well, no, that's not actually Matthew twenty. No, that's Daniel. I'm sorry. I was thinking the abomination that make it desolate in Matthew twenty four and then Daniel. Anyway, um, so. Yeah, he brokered that, true, but that's not that's not the Antichrist brokering the peace deal with many nations for seven years. Okay, totally different deal. Noteworthy, noteworthy, but not that. So, let's go back to this little document here. The basic problem of America. And then you think, excuse me, I don't care if you're from Israel or... Uh, wherever you're at in a foreign country, how do you have a right to talk about what's happening in our country? How many else feels like this? <laughs> okay, so let's go back to this. Because remember, Trump is supposed to be what? A nationalist. All right, so here he says, the basic problem of America and... Now, just so you know, she kind of skipped over. We covered this, I believe, last week where MAGA, what does that stand for? Well, if you go to the Church of Satan website online, it'll show you they have five degrees, and the fifth and highest degree is MAGA, or Magus. It's the highest level of, of warlock witch that they've got within the Church of Satan hierarchy. Okay, MAGA, M-A-G-A. And again, Trump has it on the, their campaign slogans, Make America Great Again. So I believe a lot of this is about getting you in 
lockstep with a lot of Satan's agenda and destroying you for lack of knowledge because you're ignorant of Satan's devices. That's a lot of what's going on with the Trump thing. I think there's tremendous spirits involved with the Trump thing. But see, you don't see the spirits. You don't see them. And that's why it's so dangerous. Of the whole of the Western world, you have to know what is in the Noahide laws. The Noahide laws, the Gentiles, which is what they're considering the Western world, which is all the rich company, countries, the, uh, are the Gentiles. According to the Noahide laws, we're way down here at the bottom of the totem pole. The Jews are up here and we're dung. Yeah. She said we're dung. That's true. According to the Noahide laws. It's the same way that Islam would look at infidels. I believe they call them kafir. They're like dogs. They're, they're just, you know, that's the same way the Jews would refer to goyim in like the noahide laws goyim would be like this cattle okay that's how they look at us and this is why they say that we need to be called because we're cattle we're an inferior race we're not of the of the chosen bloodline and all you know what all this stems from pride every bit of this whether you look at hitler whether you look at what the kabbalah teaches or any other maniacal devil that wanted to eliminate other races it all boils down to pride me thinking i'm better than you because of either my ethnicity or the color of my skin or whatever it's what it all boils down to and pride, again, was the first sin of the Bible. And it is the most dangerous because when you're proud like that, and I don't mean like I'm proud of my kid because he got an A. I mean proud like I'm better than you because I'm white or I'm black or I'm a Jew or I'm German or whatever. You're totally blinded and you don't even think you have a problem. You get so bad to the point where these Kabbalists think that evil is good and good is evil. You know? Because they're so blinded by their own pride. And arrogance that, you know, anything goes. And it's, demo it's demonic. That's why God abhors pride so much. What is the remedy for pride? Humility. What breeds humility? Fear of God. And the fear of God is the beginning of understanding, wisdom, knowledge, and protection. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. Where's the fear of God taught in the church? Hardly ever. Maybe that's a big reason why the church is in the state it's in. Because there's whole sections of the Bible they don't adhere to at all. Or they don't teach on at all. And does that mean I think I'm Mr. Perfect? No, it doesn't. But I'm just pointing out some things that are really super obvious that I was in the church a long time. Many different denominations. And there were certain things that they hardly ever, ever mentioned. Or if ever. We're like what the Muslims call infidels. Yeah. Exactly. We're at the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> so it says hmm. here, the basic problem of America and the whole of the Western world is the abandonment of the Judeo-Christian value system. Hmm. Value system. Based upon the belief in God, not our God, but in their version of God. And it says, you are well known. This one guy made a comment off the site. It says MAGA in Latin means witch. Oh, wow. That would be even greater. I mean, wow. Isn't that awesome? 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up while she's talking. As was your father. And the reason they're saying this, Brad, is because his father gave millions, probably billions of dollars to Shabbat. Yeah. This is Shabbat. Shabbat Lubavitch. Fred Trump funded them back in the 50s. Mm -hmm. And that's why they showed a picture of Fred and Trump when he was a lot younger, when his dad was still alive. Fred was giving them millions, evidently. And she's getting at something here, which is very interesting, which I hadn't really thought about. But, I mean, you've got to be selected. And you're typically selected decades before you're going to be president. It's typically no. Uh, Clinton was. I know that for sure. I'm sure George Bush Jr. and Sr. were. I, I know Obama was groomed for it. For, and it usually has to do with bloodlines and this or that or whatever. But this is... Um, his dad, Fred, had given Shabad Lubavitch, which is what his daughter converted to, which is what Jared Kushner, the devil that she's married to, is. They practice the Kabbalah. They've given them millions. It makes you wonder, doesn't it, Brian? Now that we think about it, hmm. Was that around the time that President Trump was born? Hmm. So, the coincidence of it all. He is a real estate mogul. He is a real estate tycoon, his father, who basically built Manhattan. And then his son is born, and then he gives all these millions or billions of dollars over to the Sanhedrin. And then now we know what has happened all these years later. The connections from here to there. Back in the 80s, getting interviews. Back in the 80s, getting interviews with Oprah Winfrey. Are you going to be the president of the United States one day? Yeah. All the way back there. Right. Getting an award in the 70s. From who? The Sanhedrin. The top Kabbalah award you got from the Sanhedrin. So that's why they want to recognize his father. Right. As believers in God. So are you saying he is Kabbalist, President Trump? Are you telling us he is a Jew? 100% I'm telling you that because he admitted it in his own book. I read you the quote. His Kabbalah teacher, Etan, whatever, written it. So, and again, all the red string stuff, all that stuff. There's no, there's no doubt about it. And yes, he did, he did convert over to this. And who knows how long ago? Is not a Jew, but that he has sold his soul over for this, just like Ivanka has. You can't make it up that Ivanka marries a man like this. Nope. She married a Shabbat man. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that, I just, this just adds way more piece of the puzzle. Wow. I just looked this up in MAGA. Not only does it mean is the, is the highest degree rank in, um, uh, the church of Satan. And yes, it does mean witch in Latin. It's one of the meanings. MAGA is I'm, I'm on Irish mythology. God checker, the guide to the gods. Okay. I'm not making this stuff up. 
for maga is the irish ruler goddess the first lady of the red branch a daughter of angie and just the love god she married ross the red who founded the red branch of which q q Leon was their most high and mighty champion perhaps he was strong enough to fell an entire redwood not just lift a single branch um so yeah um it's a female goddess it's the irish ruler goddess maga I'm going to post this in the PDF for this date. I mean, it just gets, keeps getting better and better and better. So, again, just to recap, Maga in Latin means witch, at least one interpretation. In Irish mythology, in the Irish pantheon, Maga is the Irish ruler goddess, first lady of the Red Branch, the daughter of Aegis, the love god. And then Maga is also the highest degree of the Church of Satan, the fifth degree. And uh, so, anyway, um, that's all we have for today. And God bless you, Lord willing, we will see you in another audio broadcast uh, next week. God bless you.